0: Amen. Praise God. Um, tonight we're going to continue very quickly and, and see how we can build up from our last teaching to, to what we should be looking at today. Um, today I want us to look and continue in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Um, is very important, very important in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the believer's life. Now, the reason we are called believers is because we've we believed in Jesus. We believed in Jesus, and anything that Jesus says, we believe in it. Um, John, writing in John's Gospel, the twenty-first chapter, the thirty-eighth and thirty-first verse, the Bible says John spoke there, and it says uh, many other things that Jesus did that that were not recorded in the world, that and that if recorded, no book in the world could possibly contain them. But the things that are written are written that ye might believe ye might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and in believing in his name, that ye may have eternal life. And you will believe in his name, We've believe in what he has done, therefore we have eternal life. That's why we're called believers. And um, whatever the word of God says to us, we actually believe, amen. Now, not everything in the word corresponds with our logic. Not everything in the Bible um, appreciates our our disposition. So we don't don't bring our preconceived idea and and make the word fit into it. No, we bring those ideas and put it by the word and allow the word of God to to smash on it or to impose on it. It says, He whom whom force on the word, the word shall break. All right? Uh, but, but he whom the word falls on Shall be grounded to powder So whichever way, if you fall on the word It shall break you If the word falls on you, then there's a grinding But it's better the word falls on you So there's, there's a proper, you know, grinding um, For the use of God um, um, And his purpose So we, we We're coming to a, 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 um, Examining A, a topic um, Speaking in tongues Now the, the the reason we're doing this is so that um we we can be convinced of what we are doing as 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 scriptural and and be in a position to be able to teach others also that which the Lord is doing hallelujah uh, amen amen so 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 we can be in a place also to teach others effectively that which the Lord our God is doing amen amen. And so we're going to continue from where we stopped um, in the last class as we build up this evening to exactly what was the language of the offering spoken um, throughout the New Testament uh, um, teaching on, on, on the gift of tongues. And remember, like I said, we are taking this series um, uh, um, with, with the sole aim of explaining the order of salvation and the place of the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues um, as, as part of the gift of God as we get born again. The importance of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And like I said in the last class, there are many in the church today that are, are born again, but have not, have, not, um, have not begun to speak in tongues because of teachings about tongues. And there are many today in the church that actually are speaking in tongues, and don't know the reason actually why they speak in tongues so if anybody asks you do you speak in tongues yes why how how can i receive the Bible of the holy spirit you see most people can't explain that and the lord and the bible says we should sanctify the lord in our heart and be ready to give an answer to anyone that asks us the reason and for the hope we have in christ so every believer must be able to explain um from 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 the beginning to the end the order of salvation and in particular, why should we speak in other tongues? Hallelujah. And that's the, the, the purpose of, of this teaching. Like I said earlier on, I'll repeat again, that speaking in tongues is not baptism of the Holy Spirit. But you see, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, He empowers you to do word to speak in tongues. Now, there are other gifts minimum of 18 other gifts of the Spirit when it comes on us. So it's not just speaking in tongues. but speaking in tongues is important because of the role it plays in our lives, praise God, and that's why that's why it ought to be taught, and we ought to work in it. Now, if you read First Corinthians, in fact, if you read Mark sixteen seventeen, it says it says, "For these signs shall follow them that believe." Jesus said, "In my name they will cast out devils, and they will speak with other tongues." Jesus said that they will speak with other tongues. Jesus said that they will speak with other tongues. You see that First Corinthians fourteen. 7 and 8. it says they will speak in diverse kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. First Corinthians 14:2. See, for he that speaks in a known tongue, speak not unto man, but unto God. For no one understanding him, however, in the spirit he speaketh misses. Corinthians 14, fourteen, fourteen. Say, for if I pray in a unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is what unfruitful. Acts 2, verse 1 through 4, verse 4 says, and they saw upon them as it were of fire and sat on each one of them and, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them word, authorize. Acts 19, verse, verse 6 and 7, and when Paul laid hands on them, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in tongues and prophesy. Acts 10, verse 44 to 46, and when Peter was speaking his word, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they spoke in tongues and magnified God hallelujah so Jesus clearly tells us that the, those who believe will work with speaking tones so it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a promise of Jesus um, the, and that's the reason, I believe, Peter was saying in Acts chapter 2, verse 38 39. He says, he says, for this gift is for you and your children, and as many as the Lord our God shall call. He was recalling the words of Jesus about the coming of the Holy Spirit and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Joel said in Joel 2, 28, going shall not pass in the last days that God said, he will pour His Spirit upon up, 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 how many flesh? All, how many flesh? All. He says, and, and your sons and what? Your brother shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your, your men shall see visions and all that. So we see from scripture that speaking in tongues is what one of the gifts of the Spirit for the New Testament church. Some might say that, well, Jesus didn't speak in tongues. Why should I? Well, you confess your sins. Jesus didn't confess his sins because he had no sin. Amen tonight. Jesus was perfect. You are imperfect. Jesus prayed the will of God. You can't pray the will of God. In, in Jesus needed no one to help him in prayer. But, but Bible says, for the spirit of God was what? helpeth our infirmities. He didn't, in fact, in the fact, Bible says in John, John says, For he didn't put his trust on anyone, for he knew men. So Jesus didn't know, he was a perfect image of the very Father of God. Amen. That was it. For in him dwelling what? The fullness of God. So Jesus need not to have spoken in tongues because he was perfect. In With the help of God, he was God himself on earth. Therefore, tongues is an aid to us toward. To pray but jesus didn't know it at all to pray all right so i'm saying that to clarify in your heart the reason why you speak in tongues and the reason you have the right by the holy spirit to minister it and proclaim it and speak with boldness as the lord empowers you um all right let me go to the next point i haven't mentioned the the significance of tongues from the last class um, the, the purpose of tongues, one, it announced the dispensation of the Holy Spirit on earth, praise God. And I mentioned the second one, that tongues is, is a language, it's given to us by God to communicate. Three, that tongue is a sign, in particular in evangelism. And then I, I think I mentioned also, um, uh, okay, I think like three I mentioned in the last class, all right. But this evening, I want us to look at, some who ask, what language was spoken actually? And so I don't want us to be afraid to go into that, that teaching. So what, what language was actually spoken? What was the offerings that was spoken throughout the Bible? And to, 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 to look at this, we're going to examine several scriptures um, to determine that. But one thing I want to establish tonight is that every believer, every believer I mean, every believer should, should pray and desire... To speak in other tongues, Paul said, "I wish that ye all speak in tongues." You see that ye all speak in tongues. So, tongue is not for a few and for um, and not given to others. Um, uh, but we will examine that short as we go. Now, the word tongue um, in the Bible, probably in the New Testament, is a word in the in the in the Greek glossa. That's the word glosser and the meaning of the word glosser actually is from an uncertain affinity that means you can't there, there's no there's no actual definition given to it. it's of an uncertain affinity but 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 is also is it is a language um um is is a, a language specifically one naturally unacquired. Now the word gloser is uh, is is of uh, on certain affinity. That means is 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 of, it's of uh, on certain sort, not clearly defined in that sense. But it's a language um, spoken, and then it also and, and then spoken spe- specifically one that is that is naturally unacquired. So it's it's unacquired. It's, 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 it's not what you learn, all right. It is. It's not what you learn the, the the syllabus or I mean the syllabus or the alphabet or the, the syntax or the semantics or the 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 um, the subject verb agreement. No, it's not. It's not acquired like that naturally. But but it's a language that is given supernaturally. So tongues has a supernatural um, tone to it. Amen tonight. So tongues is of a supernatural origin. It's not it's not natural. It's not from the earth. It's not it's not taught. It's not it's not it's not length of men, but is of God. So I want amen tonight. Now the, the, the word up is the word used in Mark 16, 15, 17, when Jesus said, and they will speak in other tongues. Now you can put a word out. they will speak in gloss up. Praise God. They will speak in an uncertain affinity language. All right. Uh, the one that is unlearned naturally. That's what Jesus meant. He's he the word glossa. Praise God. Same thing you find in Acts 2 4, the same word up. Same Something you find in 1 Corinthians 12 14. Same word, diverse kinds of glossa. Now, I want to hold that word in your right hand, diverse kinds of tongues. Because we'll come there shortly, but I want to know that tongues is of the Spirit and tongues is of God. And tongues is given by God for the church to actually profit. Amen. Um, now, if you read Acts 2, for you, know it says, But they spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them word offerance. So notice that it is the Spirit that gave them word utterance The utterance was not theirs. The utterance was, that means he gave the offerance, and the people, spoke as they were as they were empowered of god you see so 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 speaking in tongues is not the holy spirit speaking through you it is you giving voice giving voice not matter giving voice to the utterance of the spirit so 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 it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like the spirit carrying you along all right but you are involved in the process you see your mind is not suspended your 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 consciousness is not numbed it's still saying you but but the offer the spirit of God gives you you are just doing what you are giving voice to it you are you are articulating that that spiritual voice to what it gave down. The word offerings actually is a word. Now, don't mind this word in, in Greek is actually long, but let me try and pronounce to you so you understand that these are not just things that we just think through the head. It's, 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 we, are, we, are, we are studying the scriptures to know exactly what this means. Now, the word offerings means don't mind that. All it means simply is that to enunciate, to plainly declare, to speak forth. what it means so we are speaking forth Um, we are we are we are plainly declaring now we are declaring plainly what is on plain you see that now yeah we are are declaring plainly what is as well hidden we are in our spirits we are we are bringing out what God has put in our spirits by faith and we are making it audible for others to hear so notice that that tonight that in tongues is not of you primarily, the source is not you. The source of the of the language is the Holy Spirit. But you see, as He gives you the off-runs, you do what you put voice to it by faith, by faith. By faith. For without faith, Hebrews 11, 6 says, it's what impossible to please God. Now, what is faith? Faith is believing what God has said. Romans 17, for faith coming by By hearing and hearing the word of God. So if anyone tonight is hearing me and is not speaking in tongues, or doesn't believe he speaking in tongues, by hearing this teaching, he's beginning the word To bring faith in your heart, to believe it and to act on it and do it. Amen tonight. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. For these things are actually of a heart of faith. Amen. Praise God. You see, in any case, how do we get born again? It's by faith. How do you know that you'll be washed? The Holy Spirit does what? Bears witness. How do you know when He bears that witness? Somehow you know. You see that? Because there's a, there's a witness where... In your heart, so when you yield your heart to the Holy Spirit also, and and you pray for the baptism of the Holy Ghost with tongues coming in the picture, you have to believe in your heart because His Word said so. Amen. So, is Amen tonight. So, the 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 thing that hinders sometimes is because of unbelief. Of the word of God, we we sometimes resist the word because of what we've been taught, because of what we've heard, what we've learned, and 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 so many other factors. So tonight I'm letting you know that tongues is important and is a gift of God for the church today, amen. So, what did they speak in Acts chapter number two and and the new testament? Um, um, now, looks I said earlier on that tongues is essentially a word of the spirit. And see, the spirit of God is the spirit of God. Um, sometimes we want to be able to, to make the Holy Spirit make sense logically, but he he can't. We cannot define him, we only believe and follow what he says by faith. By faith, by faith. Let me show you something tonight before I make progress. But not one point or two points a first. The tongues is of, of who? Of the spirit. And two, the Holy Spirit does not speak, it, speak through your tongue. Or rather, he doesn't hold your tongue and start to speak, 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 speak. No, he gives you offerings. He gives you word. He gives you language. He gives you a syllable in your spirit. Praise God. But you, who does the talking, you do it. You do it. All right? And how do you do it? By faith. Amen. So, uh, 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 Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus, to and he said something very important in John 3, verse 8. Tell me about John 3, verse 8. John 3, verse 8. John 3, verse 8. You see, when we get born again, we are not supposed to, 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 to commit, as well, intellectual suicide. But you see, intellectualism, actually, is, is, is a bearing of faith. Amen. Amen. Um, um, Bible says, for without faith is what? Impossible to please God. Faith and knowledge, actually, sometimes are opposed to each other. But there are many times that faith and knowledge, actually, mis-together. Praise God. But let me show something that John said in John 3. I'm sorry. Christ told Nicodemus in John 3 and verse 8. It says, the wind bloweth where it listed. So where it listed. Now, if, if, if you look at this scripture, the wind there is, is, is a metaphor for who? For the Holy Spirit. So, the, so, so, so because he told the demons that ye must be born of the water and of the spirit. But he didn't understand that. And says, look, the spirit is, is as well. You can't understand him, you can't box him and make him fit into your knowledge. Amen. He, he transcends it. Alright, this is what Paul understood. When Paul wrote in Romans 11, 33, he said, He says, All the depth of the wisdom and the knowledge and the depth of God. He says, For no one can understand him, for he's beyond searching. Amen. So the the, the depth of God. It's beyond. And, and who has been God's counselor? Or with whom will God take, take advice? He said, from no one. So God will not come to us and say, hey, okay, now I see, this is why I say I'm the Holy Ghost. No, you can't understand that. But see, faith commands us to believe what He has spoken to us have, in His Word. So if He says, tongues is for you, guess word, Don't argue it. If it doesn't make sense to you, believe it. I say, Lord, help my own belief. I believe. Help me to speak by faith in Your Word. Amen, tonight. So just what he says in verse 8, The wind, blood, white, listen. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone born of the Spirit. Praise God. But see here, the the key here is the wind. How does the wind operate? It blood, white, listen. And you just hear, but you don't know where it's coming from. And where it's going, you might turn your back to it, it's blowing from front. You might turn your back to it, it's blowing from back. So wherever you turn, the wind's word is blowing. So it doesn't require your permission to determine how your breaks. Praise God. So sometimes we want to say, No, this how you shall break. Say, mm, it is not for you to D- determine I mean that. He praise however you are, he, will. he wills. Glory to God. He wills, glory to God, for His own purpose. Now I said those things so because I'm going to because I would have said facts or some things before now so nothing is that the Holy Spirit does and acts as He wills, as He pleases, God. Amen. Tonight, He pleases God. I'm not to digress too far, but I'm trying to just help you understand. Um, I, 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 as it God. Let me show you a scripture tonight to show you this this dichotomy um, of what I'm trying to, to, to say. Turn in again to Acts of Apostles tonight. Acts chapter number. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to give me a moment here. Thank you, Lord. 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 All right, Acts 2. Let's read from verse 22. Now, for me, Kevin, this evening, it says, Ye men of Israel, hear these words, just of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders. And in signs which God did by him in the midst of you, as yourselves also know. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel of and followers of God, ye have taken and by wicked hands have what? Crucified him now. Notice who actually destroyed Jesus? No, yes, who destroyed Jesus, but who had it? God. You see that? How does that make sense to you? Bible says, verse 23, say, Him being delivered, so who had delivered Jesus to death? It was God. But who killed him? The people. So they thought they killed Jesus. Actually it was God that actually bruised him. So sometimes the things of God are not the way it, it, it appears to us. But God's word is true all the same. Amen tonight. So I said I to let you know that the things of the spirit not always make sense to you. We come to it by faith to receive humbly his truth. And so in Acts chapter two, verse four, the Bible says they spoke in tongues, and the tongues they spoke in Acts two, verses four to thirteen was a language that the people understood. Acts two, everybody told me there tonight, Acts two. So the first thing we see is that they spoke a language that what the people understood. So the the language was unknown to the speakers, but known to the hearers. Praise God. Who did that? The Holy Spirit. He chose to make it known to the hearers, but unknown to the speakers. But guess what? They spoke in tongues. Acts 2. Let's read from verse 4. Everybody tonight. And if, 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 if I can run through this, and, and they were all filled, praise God, they were all filled. Someone said, All. You say every song, and you say, Psalm. But they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So there is nobody in the body of Christ that should be what? Exempted from speaking in other tongues. They were all filled. How do I know that? A Bible said so. Hallelujah. Acts 19, from verse 6. The says, and when Paul lay them, they were all, all, all. So every time people were at uh, the of the Holy Spirit, they all got filled in the Bible. So how would we not say that in our own time, it's not all, it's for a few? No. The Bible of Holy Ghost is not for a few, it's for everyone that desires it by faith in God. God will give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, He comes with many other gifts, but tongues is one of it. And everyone must speak it because it's a gift of God. Listen folks, tonight you want to know what gift of God you received when you speak in tongues. There's an aspect of God that resides right now in your spirit. Amen tonight. So let me read. Continue from verse four. He said, "And they felt the Holy Spirit, and they began to speak in other tongues. Praise God! As the Spirit gave them utterance, and they were dwelling in Jerusalem, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noticed abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because they, that every man heard them speak in his own word language. So, what the people heard was their languages. Amen. So the speakers spoke in tongues." The hearers heard their languages. Who did that? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So this is on this not unusual. This is how he has chosen to work to operate the gift for them. But I will talk more on that as we make progress. Verse. Um, verse verse 7, and they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? That means they didn't learn the language. He came to them how? Supernaturally. Verse 8, and how here we man, every man in our own tongue, our own tongue, our own language, wherein we were born, Parthians, the Medes, the Elamites that dwell in the Mesopotamia, and in Judea and Cappadocia, in Pontus and Asia, Fidea and Pamphylia in Egypt, and the parts of Libya about Cyrene, and streets of Rome, Jews, and personalized level, Craigslist and Arabians, we do hear them speak in all our tongues and the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt saying to another, what mean this? You know what this means? The Holy Ghost has been poured on men. Praise God. And it's evidence here as a sign to the whole world of the coming of God. And thus, please, the Holy Ghost to so express his gift on this day. Amen. So, the first thing we see here is that the people speaking in the tongues didn't know what they were saying because they didn't learn this language. When the dust that heard them, had them speak in their language. But the issue is that this was a supernatural act. Of God. But the Acts came to the church. Same thing you find in Acts 10, 44 to 47. The Bible says that, that, that the house of Corinthians were through the Holy Spirit and the word and they all spoke in tongues and magnified God. How do we know? Peter said, For we have them magnified God. Now, I don't know how they heard. So most likely, someone was interpreting the tongues or they were speaking in Jewish dialect for them to hear. Praise God. Because these guys were what? Were Jews. Remember that it was Peter and his three companions that came there. And these guys were strictly Jewish guys. So most likely, and his household, which who were Romans were actually speaking in tongues, or speaking in a Jewish language, or speaking in language, and someone there was what interpreting for Peter and Cole to say, we heard them magnify God. So what they heard was God being magnified, but what they spoke was was different actually in that sense from what was being heard. But the issue is that the Lord chose to speak like this. It was a supernatural act of God to manifest on the people that we may receive what he has given to us and my body boldly declare that the Lord has so blessed me and have the boldness to speak this language because it's of who? It's of God. Acts 19.6 When Paul came to, to, to Ephesus amen met those the disciples of John the Baptist, and, and they don't have any Holy Ghost. He said, I oh, know, there's a Holy Ghost, and we he taught them, and laid hands on them, verse 6. And we all what through the Holy Ghost, and all of them spoke in tongues, and they were what they prophesied. They prophesied. So when they spoke in tongues toward the world, the they began also to prophesy. But notice, tongues came first before prophecy. Tongues came first before magnification. Tongues came first before every other thing. That's the order. It is not first prophecy before tongues. No, it's tongues first before praise, worship, prophecy, and magnification. That's what we saw in Scripture. So, in the first order, the speaker spoke in a language that they don't understand. And this is for the Holy Spirit. Praise God. For the wind blew it where it was, it listed. We don't, we don't determine how it comes. Praise God. You know, you know, I in in my house, my neighbor, you know, has a generating sex. And anytime they are about to own that generator, I, 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 I begin to pray in my house. Literally, I begin to pray, say, Lord, please let the wind not blow this way. The days the wind blows, contrary, it blows the fume straight to our house. So I, I, I will start praying that, Lord... But the, the, the other day is that the fume will, will blow somewhere else. So when the fume blows contrary, on the day the wind tries to blow the way he wants, I have to find an arrangement. What do I do? I also close my windows all my generators also and, 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 and shield myself from the fume. But guess what? It is not them that is sending the, the, the fume to my house. It is the wind's direction. They don't control the wind, neither do I. However, the wind wants or least, the wind blows. That's how the Holy Spirit is. We don't control his operation. In fact, he gives to every man the gift as he as he wills. And so also the manifestation and the and the speaking and the operation they give also is as what well, as he as he wheels for every occasion. For the occasions when God will, will make the tongues come for others to hear in the language for his own purpose. And at times it will come that no one will understand, both the speaker and the hearer will hear the tongues for his purpose. And at times the tongue will come and someone has to interpret the tongue for his also his own. Purpose. Now all these things worked by the Spirit of God. So we don't answer because somebody spoke in tongues and spoke in any language that if you can't speak French or German then it's not the Holy Ghost. No, you are mistaken. That's not how the Bible operates. That's not what the Word of God says. He it says it's a gift of God and the Holy Ghost gives us as he works, as he wills, both in operation, both in speaking and both in purpose. Amen tonight. So we see this evening that, uh, that, 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 that some folks spoke a tongue. But the issue is that they spoke a tongue that they didn't understand. And it's not their making, it's the Holy Spirit. Now, notice also, quickly tonight, 1 Corinthians 14.2. Now follow me this, this evening for me in scripture. Now remember, John 3.8, it said, For the wind bloweth where it, it least said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm I'm helping you by the Holy Ghost to, to, to break down that, that hindrance, that, that obstacle, and then and then bring to you who is speaking in tongues that, that assurance that you are speaking the right thing. It's not of the devils of God. First Corinthians 14, everyone told me that tonight, and we're gonna read verse 2. But before we read verse 2, let's go to chapter 12, and I'm gonna read one verse, verse 10. First Corinthians twelve ten. The wind bloweth where it what it for you 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 for no one know where it's coming and where it's going but you hear it it you feel the wind. Verse ten of First Corinthians twelve says to another the walking of word of miracles to another prophecy to another the sign of spirits to another what diverse what. Diverse work. That means it's not one kind. It's not one kind in particular. He gives you the kind of tones as he would, as he wills. Amen. as it suits the occasion that demands it. For when we're going for, 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 for mission or evangelism, and we're going to a strange land where, where, where we can communicate, where, where, where there's mission in, in, in focus, where, where there's Christ in magnified, where we're in a jungle where we, where we can't find and interpret that God and those interns can decide and choose by His Spirit to give us the, 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 the ability to speak in tongues. That people will understand that we don't understand. And testimonies abound in this direction, in this regard. But it says then diverse kinds of tongues. So it's only called what? Diverse, like it means it is not one kind, it's different types. But they are all supernatural in origin and what? In nature and in expression. Praise God. So please, no this in your heart. And see verse 11, it says, but all these all these, how many? All these, walketh that one, that one, all what? All the gifts, including the diverse kinds of tongues, is not from different spirits. One is not from God, and the other from who? From Satan. The one that spoke, that men understand, is not from God, and the one that no one understands, from devil, no. All these, Including the diverse kinds of tongues, is what? From that self same spirit. The same Holy Spirit. So it's not of the devil, praise God. But as diverse kind of tongues. He says, and is dividing to every man separately as he would. He wills, so you see the will of the spirit come to play here also again. So sometimes he may will it this way, sometimes may what he may will the other way, but it is the same for the purpose of glorifying the father and bringing to pass the will of God on the earth. So I was tonight. John 16 13 to 13. Just I say, say when he's come, he will glorify the father. He will not speak of himself, but he will take he will, what he hears of the Father and of me. He will, he will declare to you. So he's distributing according to Jesus. Hallelujah tonight. Now having this in mind, 1 Corinthians 14, 2, don't let now, move just a, a leaf or two, further ahead of you, you will come to 1 Corinthians 14. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm speaking and praying to God right now, but it's okay. It's okay. Amen. Amen. Verse, 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 two says. Now, please write this down and and let's put it in 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 all align with Acts two, verse four. All right. It says here read for he that speaketh in word a tongue, now. In the in the KJV, the word "unknown" is in italics. It means "unknown" is not in the text originally. It was added for understanding. So you will read, "For he that speaketh in a tongue, speaketh not unto who, unto man." Now, please hear now. Notice the difference between the first one and the second one. The wind bloweth where it, blow it, what it is for he that speaketh in a known tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. Now, this other one, it is not for any man to understand. It is only for who to understand? It is only to God. So in this case now, it is not for men, so both the speaker and, the, and, and, and those around, have no access to understand this type. It's only spoken to God. So that means there's a tongue spoken to man. There's another tongue spoken to who? To God. Someone say amen. Hallelujah. Because the spirit chooses how he wants to help us. I read again. Eh, for 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 it speaks unto God. For no man understandeth him. Now remember. In Acts 2. They heard them magnifying God. That means they were understood. What was Spirit was what? Understandable by men. But what we see here, no man can say what the speaker is saying. Therefore, it is not a language of man. Amen. The first one is the language of man that is being heard. But the second one, it is not the language of man. So it might sound like gibberish. It might sound unintelligible. It might sound meaningless. It might sound as though you are babbling, or like you are cooing, or you are doing something strange. That is how it should be because it is not meant to be understood or, or by, or by man but only God. What meant tonight? So when you speak the tongues, God, as you are praying to the Father, you are not speaking to man. Therefore, give no attention to man, but give attention to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel like speaking in tongues right now and just blessing God. And just praising Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And resist not the spirit of God. Paul says quench not the spirit because of lack of understanding. But let's go on tonight again. It says, even though that verse 2, no one understands him except God. It says, however, praise God, however we are in the spirit so this language resides where in your spirit it resides in the spirit of the believer who has been recreated in God so it's not in his mind, it's not in his, in his, his intellect praise God you can't you can't articulate it uh, and, and guess what there is no defined language for spirits that's not to man but God knows the language given to spirits to speak with him and that's what the church, And every believer now hurts to be able to access God from your spirit. Hallelujah. This is a thing to rejoice about and to thank God for and to walk in it and to yield to God and and maximize the the gifts of God in speaking in tongues. Hallelujah tonight. So we see in chapter 14 verse 2 that when we speak in tongues, the speaker speaks not unto any man but unto God. So this is another kind of tongue. The first one, the speaker is speaking from God, but you see, it's for man to what? To understand. But here, the second one, the speaker is speaking from the spirit, but guess what? It's not for man to understand except God. First Corinthians 14:13. Tell me that I just look down a little further, 13 and 14. Wherefore, let him that speaketh a unknown tongue, pray that he may also interpret. That means, uh, there the, are the, the times when also, the tongue that is being spoken can be word interpreted. Now, is another dimension of it again. You see that? But see, if it's not interpreted, it's like the realms of God alone to understand. But when the man speaks these tongues, here what happens to him isn't just blabbing or saying nonsense, no. Something is happening to his spirit, to him in the spirit. See verse 14. Go back there and make sure like. 14, let's read verse 2 and 3. Okay, let's read verse 3. But he that prophesied it, unto men to education and education and comfort. He that so speak in a known tongue and himself. So when you speak in a known tongue, it becomes something of a personal importance. Now, notice here now? One is for the importance of others. So they could hear God speaking to them, but the second is of, of importance to who? To yourself, to the speaker, he says, "He that stands edifies himself." So this one is to yourself personally. God is giving you a language that will help yourself with Him. There are times He will give you a language that will help others in Him. So there's one to others, there's one to yourself, and there's there's another one to the church. The first one benefits others, unbelievers. That's a sign. For tongues is a sign to all unbelievers, Paul says, yes. But the second identifies you. So the focus of the first is to others, unbelievers. The purpose of the other diverse is for your personal enrichment or blessing. Then the third one is for the benefit of the church. I'll come shortly now. So we see that there are diverse kinds of tongues. So if the talking tongue, tongues is this beneficial, then how come someone will say, No, I can't speak in tongues? It's much of lack of understanding. What do we do? I just want guess what? We just yield to God as say, Lord, have your way. Let your will be done. Lord, I yield, I submit, I submit myself to your leading and your help. Let me walk in these gifts as you endowed me. So you see that tonight? Now, let me, let me pause here to be sure that I'm being understood. I don't want to run. I'm, in any case, our time is up. Maybe I'm going to end this, this evening. But there's so much to say going forward. But I will not jump that so much tonight. I will hold on here. But let me retreat again tonight. Tongues, hallelujah. Is part of the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, and it comes to us when we're baptized of Christ into Him. For John said, Verily I baptize you in water, but the Lord is coming after me. Praise God. What a blessing for Christ to baptize you, you shall die. Glory to God. Yee-haw. Mm, I said I said for for for, for the issues like I'm not wanting to unloose because he's he's, he's 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 a creator of the ends of the earth he's the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world and has made the church his body and has made the church his his he, the, the means of the world to see him hallelujah but guess what he says it is the same Jesus that work that will baptize you in the Holy Ghost so baptism of the Holy Spirit is the baptism that Jesus Himself carries out over everyone we're in the body, and it says when it happens, John Mark sixteen seventeen, they will speak in other tongues, and when it happens, it will happen as the Spirit of God. Wheels and now what language was spoken? Like I said, the language spoken, the word spoken, the offering that comes is of the spirit. But everyone that speaks has to speak in faith and release the offerings that God or I in mean by the Holy Ghost puts in your heart. For no one can speak in tongues without faith. No one can speak in other tongues without absolutely depending on God. And guess what? Anyone who has no faith as small as a child. Anyone who can trust in God's word and believe in Jesus with the faith of a child. Will not be able. Because this gift actually. It's not for intellectuals. It's for people whose heart and whose mind is totally submitted to the will of God. And let me say this tonight. The tongue spoken. Sometimes, as the Lord wills, can be understood by the hearers. For it is of benefit to them as a sign to unbelievers. For, for for through it, the hear God be magnified, and they know there is a God. So it's a miracle of God in them to hear Him. Sometimes, like we see in Acts in February 14, fourteen, two, is for the personal use of the believer. In this case, no one understands Him, so what He say is not understood by man. So when you speak in tongues and no one understands you, don't allow the devil cheat you and think it is you speaking. And guess what? Is it you speaking? Yes. But guess what? You are speaking by faith in the utterance that the Lord has given you. And the third one, it benefits the church. And that's what Paul was correcting in in Corinth by telling them that when you come to church in the local church, in the church gathering, it's better you speak in known language than speak a foreign words in tongues when there's no interpreter. So that the church can what be edified, the church can be comforted, and the church can be what can be can be can be exalted. And when that happens, is called the the simple word of word of prophecy. So the third one benefits the church when tongues are spoken and interpreted. The second one benefits the individual. When he speaks to God and Himself alone and gets edified in his private prayer time. Alright? And certainly so, so even in, in public prayer, it cannot be done. But the first one is of benefit to the hearers and the unbelievers will become to them as a sign. But guess what? No one of God that is truly born of God will resist being a blessing, either to the unbelievers, being a blessing to himself. Or being a blessing to to the church, but through all this, the key factor, the key gift that brings forth this blessing is the gift of what tongues. I'm going to say tonight, and I believe you understand it tonight. And bless God in tongues well tonight. Don't resist. Don't 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 feel ashamed of what you do, for tongues edify you. Tongues builds you up. Tongue makes you a blessing to the unbelievers as the Lord wills. Tongue makes you a blessing to the church as the Lord also will. When your tongue is interpreted in the Lord's assembly, then the church is edified in prophecy. When your tongue is is, is heard by the unbeliever and God makes them hear, eh, 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 uh, to, to hear him through you, they are benefited. And when you speak in your private prayer tongue to God, only God understands it. For you are edified. Why do you guys everybody tonight? Give wherever you are and just bless God in His spirit. Bless God in tongues tonight. Just in a few minutes. One minute, I'm gonna close. Our time is up. Thank God for that gift. You see, it's there. Don't hold it back. Hallelujah. Get edified in the spirit, get built up. That's how the Holy Ghost helps that, you. That's it. It's a gift of God. Yeah, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Why? Yeah, open your heart tonight and bless Him. You see, that's the reason you speak in tongues. Yeah, that's the reason God gives it to you. The wind blowing where he listens tonight is blowing in your direction. It's blowing in your life. It's helping you to magnify God. And as you do that, you are you edifying are yourself. You are being you built up in the Spirit. Hallelujah. To the gift of tongues. For this is essential to the body of Christ. Hallelujah tonight. Glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Our time is up tonight. I believe if I go too far than this, we might, we might get into the flow of, of tongues and tongues interpretation. Um, but for our time's sake we're gonna stop. As the Lord helps us, maybe in the next meeting or the next class, we're going to walk in this in this dimension. And um, um, uh, I, I, I and I won't say I'm just praying tonight for, for the next class will be will be next Thursday, and that's too far for me. Next what sorry, next Tuesday. That's the next four or five years from now. That's just that's way too far. I wish we can have time again tomorrow evening to share again like this. So we can continue this series. But I trust God has God to help us if we can on Sunday. We're going to continue this and the Lord will lead us. Um, but um, it's great to know that the gift of tongues for us today. For they all spoke. They all spoke. Acts 2.4. They all. Acts 19. They all. Hallelujah. Praise God. And everywhere the tongues came. Acts, Acts. Acts 10, the all. And if the all spoke in tongues, it means it's for all today. No one exempted. And if you open your heart to the Father, He will bless you with a gift. And by faith, you find expression in your spirit to this blessing of God supernaturally. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you for your precious gift Jesus thank you for the baptism with which you baptize your body and your children in your spirit thank you for the gifts that that, that accompanies this baptism thank you for the one in particular that we're discussing this evening and this time as a sign that comes when we get born again and and as we progress in salvation, more are manifest in us. Thank you, Lord, by faith, oh God, we receive these gifts and we boldly speak to praise you. We understand it, oh God, and we're able to minister to our world. Thank you, because by it the church is comforted, the church is exalted, and the church, oh God, it's said, Courage and fight Build up your church, for it says that the gates of hell will not prevail. Uh, uh, you build your church. Lord, you said you edify your church by your spirit. But help us come to a point of edification, as we yield our tongues. Lord, break down every obstacle that hinders men from ascending this gift and let the light be revealed in the teaching of your word. Thank you, God, for anywhere this teaching gets, to God, Barriers will be destroyed. Innards will be removed. Every hindrance will be removed. And your people will come fully to receive your gift. And pray. As your spirit wills for them. In Jesus name. Amen. Praise God.